Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is The Clean Slate Podcast. Wow, that was another great intro from Justin. What's Justin's uh, last name? Green. Why are you laughing so hard? Green. It's just so, it's like the most unenthused wow I hear. It's wow. Welcome back to KPPPR with Daniel and Carson. Yeah, you gotta stop yelling because when I'm editing, that's a nightmare to deal with. Oh, well, yeah. you know, that's, that's life. <laughs> Such is life. Stall. All right, so we watched Glass Onion. This is a the out second Knives Out movie. Uh, yeah, he actually does not want you. He doesn't like the title. He's actually pissed about it. The director. Oh, really? Ryan Johnson. Yeah, he's like, why did I have to put Knives Out in the title? <clears throat> he's like, this has nothing to do with Knives Out. But it's the same writer, isn't it? Same writer, director. Yeah, but he said there's no plot connection aside from one character being in both interesting and i kind of agree with him but i understand why they needed to include that so people are dumb yeah because of the brand recognition yeah i just think he's probably firing against the idea of like brands and all that which is funny because he did direct a star wars movie yeah um okay so let me read the log line for glass onion Tech billionaire Miles Braun invites his friends for a getaway on his private Greek island. When someone turns up dead, Detective Benoit Blanc is put on the case. I suspect foul play. I suspect foul play. Uh, yeah, guys, so like Carson said, this is the second installment. Ratings are pretty much the same uh, when it comes... Really? For both movies? Yeah, so Knives Out... Uh, the original got a 97%. This one got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. So A little bit lower. Yeah, a little bit lower, but, I mean, not enough to actually... I actually think that's probably accurate, in my opinion. I would agree. Yeah, me too. Um, this isn't as good as Knives Out, but it's still pretty dang good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I, I enjoyed it, but Carson and I have a couple of stories to tell. Of um, Oh, our... let's hear your... Um... Oh, yeah, hear your you want to Well... First things first, I'm the we room. were supposed to do this episode – this was supposed to be an episode instead of – what did we do? What did we do in, like, because we couldn't do this? Um, all Quiet on the Western Front. Was it, it was All Quiet or was it um, the Cannibal People? It was All Quiet. Oh, it was Cannibal People. Bones, Bones and all. And all. Yeah. So – we weren't supposed to watch Bones and all. We were supposed to watch Glass Onion, and Daniel did. He went and watched it in theaters. Yep. Um, and I thought, man, I live in L.A., right? right. This is going to be in theaters longer than a week, and and that's not true. <laughs> and I went home for Thanksgiving, and then I, when I came back, it wasn't playing anywhere. And I was like, what? Yeah. And I remember saying on the one of the previous episodes how excited I was to yeah. watch this on the big screen, because that's my favorite thing ever. And mm-hmm. No, I had to watch it in, in Alyssa's grandma's living room. Um, but it was really fun. We had a good time watching it. Yeah. And it was great. But yeah, it was bu- so that's why we didn't do it then. And Daniel has um he has a story about Yeah, kind of it's kind of movie, related, not really. But um the first time we went to go 
see this movie. It was, um, we went to go see Knives Out, and it was like playing at like 10 o'clock at night. And so it was me, Rebecca. This was when Rebecca and I were, I think, we were just dating. Like, we just started dating. It was me, Rebecca, really? Kristen, Joy, and Daniel, who all went to go see so it. So you guys didn't even know each other yet. What? No. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, so we went to go see it, and then as we were leaving the theater, I'm stopped at a, at a red light. And I'm waiting for it to turn green. It turns green, and boom, we get hit by a car. It, like f- that's flying 40 miles an hour that hit us dead stop, and it was a whole thing. I got a concussion, bruised ribs. Were you at a stoplight? Yeah, I just or a stop that. sign. A stoplight. Okay. And right as the I remember light this happening. Green, yeah, I got smashed into. Well, yeah, it was because it was when I was living in LA that I mean we were kind of hanging out. Um, yeah. Well, my dad texted me after it happened when he somehow he found out. And the way he phrased it made it sound like you died. And I was like, oh, my God, Daniel died. And I was, like, really concerned. And I was like, I don't – do I contact him? I don't remember if I did or not. I think but... you did. I think so. Because I seriously thought you were, like, dead or something. Yeah, so uh, going back, we went to the same exact theater to go watch it. It was pretty much the same crew that went to go see it. And we Dude, went... were you scared driving home? A little bit. We were kind of, but on the way home, we were, uh, me and Kristen and her fiance at the time, Thomas, were making jokes the entire time. Like on our way home, we were like pretending to be hit by a car behind us at the same light we got hit. So it was definitely an adventure. So stupid. (laughs) But, um, that's fun. Yeah. So it was, it was this weird story, but it kind of, yeah, the, the fear. Well, thank God you guys were all safe yeah we all ended up safe i was the one who actually probably ended up with the worst injuries in that accident did you like hurt your back or something well yeah all of us hurt our back but i got a concussion my head hit the top of the uh the roof of the car luckily and you're like the king of concussions yeah i've had three concussions now i mean it's not the king but uh the one like when i had mine i was like do i have a concussion because i knew you've had so many like you're the only one who would know (laughs) the only person um no the the craziest thing was typically I don't put on my seatbelt when I'm driving in town because, like, I'm just, you know. Idiot. And for whatever reason, I put on my seatbelt right before we leave and, like, 30 seconds later we got God gave accident. you common sense yeah. for, like, five minutes. Because otherwise, I, especially how my head hit the ceiling on that thing. Oh, you would have like, died. I would have shot through the window. I'm surprised I didn't. So do you wear your seatbelt more now or no? Uh yeah, sometimes. <laughs> oh, dude. I've been getting I hope better. Your mom at it. doesn't listen. <laughs> I've been getting better at it. Anyway, okay. So I only wear mine because the seat will beep at me like a. Oh forever. yeah. Then, like, well, my up, music's loud enough tool. to where I never hear it. Yeah, but when the music like is in between songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, L.A. is like a lot different though because you could be going to the store and it still takes you like yeah, twenty you twenty-five minutes, and you could just die. Here in you know. San Joaquin. But I don't think cops will pull you over here. No. I feel, In I Stockton, feel like you they won't either. with so much crazy stuff. I'm going to just say from right now, because it is a mystery movie, if you haven't seen it yet, we are going... There's going to be spoilers from here on out. Because it's a mystery movie, everything is going to be, um, you know... A hint, a clue. Yeah, exactly. So we don't want to ruin it for you guys. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out on this is something you Netflix. should watch. Yeah, and then come back and finish listening to the podcast. It's probably not, I mean, it's not really kid appropriate. Maybe no. like 13 and up can handle this. Yeah. But I, I just don't know if they'll have fun watching it. It won't be that entertaining to them. But I think most people would like this movie. Oh, so good. All right, break it down for My us. My parents watched it, and they liked it. I think. I don't All know right, so basically, 
Blanc is back, baby. Yes, sir. And he's just hanging out at his house being cool, right? He's taking a bath. <laughs> playing and chess. This movie takes place during, like, COVID times and stuff, so he's, like, FaceTiming his friends playing chess. Yeah. And it, it is kind of fun to see his home life a little bit. And then you have these group of individuals that you're slowly introduced to, and they're all connected to this guy. I believe, his name's, like, what, Miles? Uh, crap, I just exited out of the page that was telling me. He's played by Edward Norton. Yeah, hate Edward Norton. I actually have beef of Edward Norton. Yeah, don't we all? But I think he's a good actor. <laughs> it's just, as a person, I don't like him. I, I don't think he's a great actor at all. I think he can be. I just think his ego gets in his way. Yeah, I, I can get on board with that. Yeah. But anyways, he's like this Elon Musk type. He's like a centric billionaire, or probably more than a billionaire. And he sends out these puzzle boxes to all these different individuals. So you have Dave Bautista, who's kind of like a meathead streamer he's like a kind Joe of guy, Rogan I guess. Type. Yeah, but not quite. But he's way more conservative. He's not as... Who? Dave Bautista? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. His character's complicated, <laughs> I feel like, yeah. actually. But but you know who we're talking about, like mm-hmm. the kind of guy he is. Um, so he is figuring out the box with his mom, which is actually like probably the funniest thing in the movie for me. But <laughs> yeah, he, still so he figures mom. out the puzzle. And then as each, as we're showing these different characters, as they get these puzzle boxes, they start to all FaceTime each other. So you find out, Oh, they're all connected. Yep. They're all friends. Um, so you get introduced to what's the, um, the influencer model chick. What's her name? I don't know any. So there's a model influencer, clothing designer lady. Yeah. And she's awful, but she's figuring out the puzzle with them as well. And then you're introduced to a um like this scientist guy who's works very closely with Miles and you just saw him talking to some like high power people and they're figuring out some deals. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a woman who's in politics. Um I believe she's like a mayor of some sort yeah. or something like along those lines. And she's introduced. Am I missing any of the main um, group Leslie there? Odom Jr. I forget what his role is. Maybe he's the scientist. Yeah, he's like a scientist. Okay. He's yeah. the scientist guy. And he's good in this movie. Yeah, he is. Um, he's a good artist Underrated, too. in my opinion. But yeah. So they're all there. And there's also a couple extras that are tagged on. Like Dave Bautista's character has a girlfriend. Madeline Klein. Who seems dumb, but she's might not be dumb. <laughs> And then there's also the model lady has an assistant as well. I think that's everybody except for you see someone smashing a box. They didn't solve it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to spoil exactly who she is because that's kind of, well, that's... I mean, it's kind of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. But she's this mysterious character and you start to learn more about her yeah. uh, later on, especially towards the end. Sure. But yeah, and then they all show up to this boat. And, and then that's what because they basically were invited to go solve Miles' murder, but Miles is still alive. He's just hosting a He's murder it. mystery yeah. party. Yeah, and somehow Blanc ends up with an invitation when he wasn't supposed to have one at all. Yep, cool, pretty good. And that's where that's we yeah, that's where we start off, guys. So, um, and that's not even the first murder yet. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen until way late in this movie, which is kind of an interesting uh, approach. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say, I'm not going to spoil who the actual murderer is. I think we should leave that part out. But I will say that... No, then you know who it is. 
like pretty early. Yeah, I was going to say in the first guess. 10 minutes of the movie you know who it is. And like but even when the first murder does happen you're like I know it's him, I just don't know why. Them. Unless you want to spoil Whoops. it. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say who it is. Yeah. It's a guy. Most of the characters in this are guys. Though, That's right? not no. true at all. <laughs> They're mostly it's girls. It's a female-led movie, actually. Yeah. Anyway. But, okay. The person who does the murder. <laughs> the they. You know who it's going to be. Yeah. You might have other suspicions as well. But that's just because everybody in this is probably doing something devious. And that's what I liked about it. Yeah. But. So, this movie definitely has its own, like, I think they do really well in how they do murder mysteries like what did <laughs> yeah yeah i know what you're saying but what did we watch or the execution's good that yeah yeah um what was it the on the nile um death on the nile yeah dude. that's our that technically is our first episode really technically that was our first yeah, episode i hated that movie it was so that bad movie sucked. yeah and then that murder on the orient express as well um which is better it's better but it's not great it doesn't. They don't yeah. hold candles to these movies. These movies are great, um, which is weird because this is like very much Agatha Christie styling, mm-hmm. like the way the murder is. Even Blanc is very like an Agatha Christie style detective, but it's just for a mo- it's a modern take on that kind of genre. Yeah. Well, explain to our detective. our listeners what that that style is, Agatha Christie. I mean, I I would call it like a whodunit, right? Yeah. Like almost like Clue. Um, yeah, yeah, it's basically Clue. It's like mm-hmm. a one-location murder mystery. So, I mean, you could compare it to Sherlock Holmes. I kind of feel like that's its own thing. Yeah. But the single location, you know, you get this group of characters. You learn about all of them. Mm-hmm. And everyone can be a suspect. Usually, everyone is doing some kind yeah, of Yeah, it always gives you a activity. reason of why they possibly would be... The murderer. Just to make you second guess yourself yeah. as you're trying to play along, which is that's kind of why you watch these movies. It's fun, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think this pulls off that very well. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So likes, dislikes, go. You want me to go first? Yeah, I went first last time. Okay, I'll go first. So, I, I most of mostly likes from me. Um, okay. It has been a little bit since I've seen it, so I didn't really refresh myself as well as oh I should have. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But I think, one, it's hard to follow up the Knives Out cast. Yeah. But the cast in this is equally good, in my opinion. Okay. Um, if not better in some It's places. definitely not better, but it is equally I, good. I, I did kind of miss, like, Jamie Lee Curtis's character mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, Obviously, the villain... I'm not going to say who the villain is <laughs> in Knives Out. If you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. But I kind of missed him. Yeah. But in this, I kind of just – I liked the connections between all the cast members or characters. Yeah. Uh, so that actually made me like the cast more. I think Dave Bautista is a standout, though. Oh, favorite big time. cast member slash character in this. He's actually got this new movie coming out in like a month or two. The new M. Night Shyamalan, oh. Shyamalan Ding Dong yeah. movie. We should watch that. That might be a good episode. I'd be down for that. I don't think it's going to be great, to be honest. No, it, it's M. Night. Yeah, he always has cool concepts, he never but they're not delivers. Great. <laughs> he, he never The only thing that's good from him lately is Old. Servant. Oh, Servant on Apple TV. It's a TV show. Okay. 
Yeah, I know. I know what it it's is. Really good. I haven't. I didn't but I feel like the ending of the the new season, like when the show ends, it's gonna end bad. Like I, I already can feel it yeah. in my body. He's got to do what he's gonna do, and it's to tarnish the ending of a film. <laughs> I respect him though. Yeah. I respect him for that. You know what? But I think here's the deal with Dave Bautista. I really like him as an actor. And he had this quote that mm. said he, he wants to be better in The Rock, that he's not just some guy that shows up and he does the thing. He wants to be known as a good actor, in which you can good. tell by his movies. He's, like, great in every single role that I've and seen him in. And he's picking interesting roles, yeah. too. He's not picking, like, like he could do The Rock thing, where he yeah. just plays the same character in every movie forever. Mm-hmm. But he's picking interesting roles. Same with um, John Cena's picking some interesting roles, too. I haven't, I haven't seen. Not as interesting as Bautista, though. Yeah, but. but I would say Dave Bautista has done like one stupid kid movie, but for the most part, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, right, is really good, and Drax is amazing mm-hmm. in it, and then and he's moving on from that, which I think is a good choice. Yeah, for sure. And then you got Glass Onion, which he is amazing at. He's this like huge tough guy, which I mean, that's going to be tough for him to break out of because he's ginormous. He did a zombie movie recently that was pretty good. Oh yeah, huh? Um. And then he's got the M. Night Shyamalan movie coming out, which I think he looks great in it. The mm-hmm. only thing I think that looks stupid in that movie is the plot. <laughs> like, in general, he's like, you it's going to be bad. You have to kill someone. It's like, well, why can't you? <laughs> it's like, why is it yeah, have to be yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the, the first trailer is really good at setting up the mystery of the plot. Yeah, for sure. And then the second trailer, I'm like, oh, this is what it is. <laughs> The, yeah, like, it's, this is what it's the, not going to be great. The mystery is. But Dave Bautista is really good, and um, he, you know, mm-hmm. he's nothing short of amazing in this movie. Yeah, I would say keep an eye on Mr. Bautista. Yeah, he's going to be coming up. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's already an A-list actor, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think the cast is really good in this. I think it parallels Knives Out mm-hmm. plot in a way where it's like the plot is very similar. Yeah. But there's enough differences that it doesn't feel like a too um, too much of a repeat. It feels fresh. Though. Yeah, it, it does for sure. And the I would like oh, go ahead. No, I think what you're gonna say is probably better. <laughs> what do they say? I'm leaving. That. Just speak. <laughs> no, what you're, you're gonna say is probably. Better. It wasn't. It was going to be a dislike. <laughs> but go ahead. Oh, you can't do dislikes I yet. know, I know. Okay. That's why I said, wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was hilarious. Like, I was going to say how both <laughs> movies do this thing where you get this flashback where you get to see all the stuff that's been happening in between scenes and all that. Yeah. But I think Glass Onion does that better than Knives Out. And. I think there's just so many like little weird side things that you just don't find out about until they do that. And all yeah. of it's like, oh, that's that's really interesting or that's really interesting. Or like, you know how I was mentioning Dave, Dave Bautista's girlfriend is supposed to be – she seems dumb. Yeah. But then in that, in that whole segment, you're like, oh, she actually <clears> – <throat> has some stakes in the game here. Yeah. Like there's more to her character. And, yeah, you think she's going to um, just be this kind of like – girl that's dressed in skimpy clothing that's just there to like kind of yeah be the, the eye Megan candy. Fox effect. Yeah, exactly. And she's And I, she I thought that great... was really lazy at mm-hmm. first of the director. And yeah. then I was like, oh, there's they put some thought behind this. Yeah, so it, that one plays out really nicely. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I thought all the acting was good. I Okay, got some complaints, so I can't say that. Um I thought the special effects were good for the most part. I do feel like the Netflix of it all 
say I watched it on a TV. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like watching it and streaming is not great for a whodunit. Like this is probably more of a group movie. Yeah. If you could watch this like with a, you know, you could still do that at home, but that would probably be better in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm good with likes. I- I'm ready to move on to dislikes. I feel like some of the action scenes in this were way cheesier than in the first movie for some reason. Yeah, for sure. That's like one of my biggest dislikes. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say probably my first dislike is, um, Edward Norton as a whole. I just think he overacts this character way too much and it got kind of exhausting to watch. Just, I mean, that's just me being critical, right? That doesn't have to be. He's my least favorite, um, character in the whole thing. Yeah. He's, doesn't. I don't know. He's not as nuanced as all the other characters. Mm-hmm. But I think, well, I guess it's kind of a like and dislike with the whole like kind of plot twist before the actual murder mystery reveal. Um, So that whole kind of first reveal that we have of um, one of the side characters, I guess she would be a... finding out who she really is. Yeah, exactly. And why she's there. Um, That was really good. But I always hate scenes that just kind of just expel so much plot in a backstory like that to where you're like, okay, now you're being spoon-fed oh, everything. So you didn't like that. No. See, I think we needed it for this. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we did. I can't even think of a better way to do it. So it's kind of, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's just it's purely, it's tricky. yeah, it's opinion-based and it's not necessarily the right answer. That's just how I was like kind of viewing it and interpreting it. Um, but then honestly, my last like was so much CGI background. It, oh, you mean dislike? Yeah, it was. You said like. Oh, I was like, you like the CGI? No, yeah, yeah dislike. The, the first movie, I feel like, I know there's CGI in the first movie technically, but it felt it's way more not practical because it's at the mansion. Yeah, and I I know they did some like camera trickery and different like behind the scenes stuff with the first movie that I really think is neat, and I'm sure they did with this movie as well. But like the the literal glass onion, like the mansion yeah. in this, doesn't convince me. Um, you know, his futuristic car. Yeah. And actually, okay, here's a complaint. This movie has a lot of futuristic stuff in it for some reason. Yeah. And I get what they're trying to do with that, but I just didn't like it. Like it just didn't fit what I view this universe. And I know, I mean, that might even be intentional. He wants to set this apart in some ways. Mm Mm-hmm. I also don't know if they needed to set this movie during COVID. I don't know if that was necessary. Yeah, because they Maybe didn't they do like the temperature checks or whatever when they, or like they were given that yeah. vaccine almost before they went on. It to just the came out so far after, like the movie was released so far after COVID yeah. that it just felt. If this came out during quarantine, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Yeah, but now I feel like it dates the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. That's a minor complaint, though. I just, I just don't know if it was necessary. And maybe they had to do that in order to film it. They probably filmed this. I think they did film. Yeah, I'm sure quarantine. a lot of it was filmed during quarantine. But still, um, yeah. So I mean, other than that, other than the CG, like this movie is really great all the way around. Uh, the characters are all Four good. Four out of five stars for me. Yeah, I would say probably about a nine out of ten. Um. It's pretty good. Not as good as Knives Out. No, definitely. Knives Out is almost a perfect movie. It probably is. And, okay, I will say, everyone talks about uh, Daniel Craig's <laughs> Kentucky accent. Yeah. 
as if it's a bad thing. No, it's good. <laughs> I actually love it. And I think he, Alyssa and I were talking about it after we got done watching. Yeah. I'm like, did he, or no, she said, did he make it more intense this time? I think like so. Like how bad it is? And I'm like, I think so. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the director told him to. Like, I feel like that <laughs> it was 100% a choice. Yeah. And I think it's the best choice. That's so funny. Um, I would say the last thing about this movie that I loved is the ending is very, very satisfying. Even after you find out the whole, like, murderer, the ending of I how like it all breaks down too. is so good. It was like an actual really mm-hmm. satisfying ending. So I, I love that all. And, um, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. Go check it out on Netflix. And um, I don't think you can see this in theaters anymore. But No, you can't. Uh, it's a really good movie, guys. So um hope you enjoy that. I will say uh, the social commentary of the two films actually really, like, they work well together. Oh, yeah. They, it's a continued exploration of, like, classism, I guess. Yeah, for sure. That's it. Cool, guys. Okay, guys, no... Uh, review of Last of Us episode two today. Yeah, we're gonna kind of bunch it up, but I think next week we'll probably do two episodes. Yeah, um, and that'll be good. That'll be fun. Yes, sir. Okay, guys. So you can follow us on all of our social media platforms: Instagram, all of them, all all one of them, because that's what we're only posting. Is on. it's the only one that matters. <laughs> Twitter's, you know, yeah. it's not happening over there right now. We, ha- we haven't done TikTok yet. We're working on our TikTok. Should we get a Pinterest? A Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, guys. But also Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you can find a podcast, we are on it, guys. Give us a like. Give us some five star reviews and some reviews. Yeah, write a review on our podcast. Tell us you hated it. Tell us you liked it. Tell us where if we went wrong. If you want to give us money. Oh, yeah. That's a possibility. If you go to the episode description, there should be a link that will take you to, I think it takes you to Anchor FM, which is our host. Yep. And they will allow you to do like $5 a month, $10 a month, yep. or more. I don't know exactly what the options are. Uh, if you feel inclined to send some love our way. Yep, we will be more than willing to accept it. And guys, we did technically meet our goal last year, which my goal was to get to 3,000 listens by the end of the year. My goal was 7,000. Oh my gosh, you're stupid. And we hit that 3,000 and more. I think we hit 3,200. So guys, please share. We have a lot of episodes. Yeah, too. we have a lot. So if you want to go back and listen to some. Um, so guys, share our podcast, get the word out. And we uh, we love just doing this for you guys. And we love doing it because we love watching movies. Um Yep. So uh, whether you support us or not, we're still going to do it. We'll be here with content, and we will see you next week with another great episode. That's a clean slate.